Hey everybody, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything, Everything I, I Learned from, from movies. movies. And tonight. Oh, tonight. Uh, it's a mini episode. Movie Pass episode! Number two, and apparently it's going to be the last, as it seems to be. We don't know that. We might get one more month out of it. We might, we might, we shall see. But yeah, before that, all those announcements started happening, uh, we saw a few movies. Yeah, we did. Uh, First up, we saw The Ant Man and the Wasp. I really, really enjoyed the Ant Man universe because A, there's consequences. To his actions, where in a lot of movies oh, yeah. there are not. And B, it's still fun! He's not sitting there, like, moping in his sorrow. He, like, he he's getting shit done! It's yeah. fun! It's quirky! Yeah, it picks up, uh, basically where it was a Civil War left off, where he's yeah. been on house arrest for, uh, two or three years, I forget which. He's the only one who got in yeah. trouble for this, <laughs> well, by the way! Well, you know, when the rest are, uh, <laughs> ranging from superhuman beings to... The king of Wakanda to... to gods. <laughs> yeah. To actual gods, yes. Yeah. Uh, it's hard to put him in prisons, as Batman finds out all the time. Um, <laughs> Poor but, Batman. <laughs> but yeah, basically he's on house arrest, and then he finds out that there's uh, a mysterious ghost-like figure stealing all of uh, his mentor's technology. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, they have Only to stop Only the Ant-Man and the Wasp can stop them. That's right. But yeah, I really liked it. Oh yeah, it's Love super fun. fun. You can, and this is one you can take kids to. You don't have to worry about that. Uh, you do probably want to see Infinity War before this because at the end credits, there's a little... You'll be a little confused. Yeah. I assume everyone listening to this has seen it, but yeah. <clears throat> there's yeah. somebody out there who hasn't who's going, Spoilers! 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 I've been, out of, I've been off this planet for the last three months in the space station. I haven't seen Infinity War. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a huge asshole. I want to tell everybody not to spoil this movie that I don't plan on watching. Stork. <clears throat> um, <laughs> so, uh, later that same week, uh, yeah. we watched, I forget the official name, Soldado Day of the Sicario. Uh, Sicario, uh, Sicario 2. Sicario Day of the Soldado. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Sicario 2. The sequel to, of course, the critically acclaimed Sicario from yeah. 2015, I want to say? So I did not watch Sicario because I was afraid it was going to be too gory. Like, I don't mind some violence, but I don't like gratuitous, gr- like, gore. I'm just sorry. I'm so sorry, zombie kitty. I just can't do it. I can't do the entrails. Uh, but we went and saw this movie, and I had hesitations, and I told Steve I would go get a gelato and wait for him if it started to get too gory. Mm-hmm. This was really good! Yeah, it was It was intense. Uh, it was a lot it like was the first re- movie. Very intense. See, um, it made me want to go watch the first one, even though people told me it was really bloody. Yes, there it was bloody, but it's it wasn't like focusing on like pulling bullets out of wounds and ripping entrails out in that. Yeah, uh, basically in this movie, it uh, picks up the adventures of a former Federale, uh, played by Benicio del Toro, and his boss with the American government at this point, uh, mm-hmm. Josh Brolin, who again is in everything, and it's awesome. Oh, um, I'm down. <laughs> he can be in anything he wants to be. <laughs> and uh, basically, they're going to war, uh, kind of again, uh, you know, with the government's permission, of course. But they're basically, they're, yeah, they're doing like uh, kind of black ops in Mexico to kind of start an internal struggle between like the the five cartel families or whatever and basically just have them kill each other which goes awry um what? and uh benicio del toro basically ends up with one of the cartel leader's daughters 
um, and, but they're in Mexico being hunted by everyone and they're deep in everyone. like the territory of another cartel. Yep, and um, everyone knows what who she is and what she looks like. Yep. And everybody only knows that he needs to die. Yeah, pretty much. So yeah, I really enjoyed this movie. Mm, and I do have to say, as somebody who didn't watch the first one, I didn't feel lost in this one. Like, they do a good enough job giving you just enough backstory not that you're like bored it's not like an origin story or anything yeah but um i didn't feel lost in this i really really enjoyed it i'm pretty sensitive to some of this stuff there you go um i will say this the last 15 minutes or so of the movie i had my issues with mostly yeah and that is one of the gorier parts i'm not gonna lie oh yeah yeah, i was looking away (laughs) for part of it there were noises that i didn't want to hear so some characters should have died off but you know what though I kind of I so I kind of liked that they zagged when they could have zagged like spoiler 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 no. if you plan on watching this movie skip ahead a minute no I'm not gonna spoil it I will don't spoil it whatever don't right. spoil it no 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 I I Thanos kinda, snaps his fingers yeah Superman died <laughs> when Superman died I knew he wasn't dead the whole I knew he wasn't dead from the beginning there you go. So yeah, Sicario. Or yeah. Sicario, Sicario Day, Day of the, of the Soldado. Soldado. Yes, that's it. <laughs> uh, we also saw Skyscraper. Oh God, Steve's been excited for this movie since the first, like, what do what they call the pre-previews? Yeah, and... it was the uh, the Super Bowl trailer was the yeah. first time I had really... I, I had heard he was starring in a movie, The Rock, Dwayne The Rock Johnson was starring in a movie called Skyscraper, and I thought, eh, big whoop, doesn't matter, I'm sure it'll be great, whatever. Um... Then the Super Bowl commercial came around. Yeah, he was in, and then The Rock took off one of his legs, and Steve basically screamed like a schoolgirl. Wait, what? <laughs> Die Hard, Towering Inferno, and he's Hephaestorius. <laughs> I'm in. I'm so fucking in. What? Nev Campbell's his wife? Fuck yeah! So did this movie disappoint? No, not at all. No, this movie is great. It is ridiculous. It, it took as ridiculous as I thought it was going to be and turned it up like till 12. You know what though? It's great though cuz it's uh like in in the way that kind of like Sicario de Sadaldo and um uh Fury Road where it's kind of relentless like it doesn't stop. <laughs> oh, relentless. We we were trying to calculate how many calories uh, the rock had burned oh, during yeah. his day when he's Climbing up 150 stories yeah. on a crane and then running, jumping, and swinging across. Oh, this is after he had been stabbed and shot a couple yeah. of times. Uh, chasing all across, uh, where was it? Ta- Taiwan? Taipei or something? Or Hong Kong? Hong Kong? Hong Kong, I think. Yeah, I don't anyway. know. Wherever in it was. an Asian country. Yeah. <laughs> Somewhere in Asia. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was Hong Kong now I think about it. But uh, yeah, and that was like an hour into the movie. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, oh it's so good. Like turn off your brain and watch this and just enjoy it. It is it's everything if you were a fan of like the 80s and 90s action movies, this is this is what you've been waiting for. Yes. Yes. If you if you enjoy San Andreas and Rampage like you do for <laughs> our past episodes, this is your movie with The Rock. Oh yeah. Uh, by the way, speaking of The Rock, I know there was a question last on our last Geostorm episode about who would make a good Batman nowadays. I completely forgot the most obvious and perfect choice there is out there. Mark besides, Mark? besides Nicolas Cage. No. Army Hammer. Ooh, yeah. The billionaire playboy 
who poses yeah. as an actor nowadays. Oh yeah, pretty yeah, much he'd be he just play fantastic. himself. He was supposed to be like when, when ten years ago when the Justice League movie was first around, he was mm-hmm. he was signed on to be Batman. You know, but he did most of happened. his own stunts in um, The Lone, Lone Ranger, Ranger yeah. which is an awful movie, but when you realize he's doing his own stunts, it's suddenly a lot more impressive. Yeah, and he's great in uh, Man from Uncle. Yeah, and, uh, Man from Uncle uh, was seriously Freefall, underrated. Or Free Fire. Yeah. He just needs a big break. Yeah, he does. He's not hurting for money, though, so I'm sure no, he's just fine. <laughs> he's got to quit picking trash uh, franchises. Yeah, trash. like the social network. Trash. <laughs> the door. It's <laughs> right, I'm coming for your taglines. <laughs> Theme music. No. Uh, right. No, no. Mine's going to be Temptation Sing. <laughs> all right. Well, we got some questions. What? Uh, so, yeah. A lot of them, obviously, are kind of about movie pass. <clears throat> Basically, here's a combination of ones. All right. Chris, more gooder than, asked, how would you personally fix movie pass? Um, and just to kind of piggyback on that, uh, Amanda from Amanda's Picture Show Go Go, she asked if we were to make our own movie subscription service, what would we call it, and what would its premise be? Ooh. Well, I guess first off, how would we fix Movie Pass? All right, so Movie Pass is hem- hemorrhaging money. They've uh, they they overpromised. Yeah. Uh, based on their financial needs, I think their idea was it was going to be like a gym membership that a bunch of people would join and, and forget to use. use it. Yeah. Except for people are going to go to the movies. It is, it is the exact opposite of a gym membership. Oh yeah, no no people are like <laughs> oh man Movie Pass in the gym. Guess I got to go see some movies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's just it is ten bucks a month, uh, and they were saying oh yeah any theater will accept it. I, I think basically what happened is yeah they overpromised and then the theaters were like well no we don't want to be a part of it unless you're paying us back in full the fifteen dollars or whatever those ticket prices are and they're like oh okay Um, but then if people are going even like we did where it was like once a week Mm -hmm. that's 10 bucks for four tickets a month or whatever so it's like they're getting back 250 what it kind of needs to be it should have been 20 bucks you know uh, basically the cost of like two tickets or whatever but yeah most people get used for four weeks or whatever they had to have the theaters kind of sign on first because mm-hmm. it's good for the theaters because it's putting faces it's gonna, in chairs. Yeah, say it's going to get nerdy. It's about revenue management. Basically, they're trying <laughs> to get rid of that uh, unused inventory where it's like, and when they have all the showings, like an early, excuse me, like the matinee shows and the late evenings where it's like, all right, we're going to have empty seats. Let's try filling those up. If you fill them up with people paying on average $5 a ticket instead of 15 it's better than zero. Absolutely. Which is why when they announced a couple of weeks ago, they were doing like the premiere thing where it was like, okay, if it was a movie like the Friday night it comes out, like mm-hmm. six o'clock, seven o'clock, eight o'clock that time, you pay a little bit of a premium of like three bucks or whatever on top of your membership. That could totally work out. You still get, you know, get the premium. If you want to see it Friday night, 7.30 PM with your friends, you pay a little premium. But if you're willing to wait till like the following Tuesday at noon, it's included with movie pass. And again, mm-hmm. it, starting with a base of twenty dollars a month, that helps protect Movie Pass. It's okay with uh, the movie theaters, I would think, because it gets people in those seats and buying the popcorn and eight dollar milk duds and all that bullshit. Uh, but yeah, just uh, basically a little little better planning when they launched or whatever. Um, however, I also still kind of think it was just kind of an idea they had to get a whole bunch of people's information and then sell that off to the highest bidder when they fold. But, you know, that's that's just my conspiracy oh, brain conspiracy going. Uh, but, you know, they have three or four million people that are probably going to be canceling their subscription here in the next week, so yeah. we'll see how that goes. So here's my idea with MoviePass. Okay. 
Um, you're, you'd have to completely relaunch it because, like, the way they have now, they've completely overpromised everybody's going to leave. What anyway. do we call it? Um, we're going to call it. Uh, I'm going to call it Half Seas. And what it is, is you pay per month. It's like a Costco membership or whatever. You pay for it per year. And maybe it's 10 or $15. But all your tickets are half price. Yeah. So, you, you're, yes, you're paying a subscription to go half price. So, if the movie, you know, is twelve fifty, you only get to pay six twenty five. Theaters can choose to opt in. Like, if they know they've got a slow day in time. Like, it could be like, hey, Tuesdays, all AMC theaters with your half seas card are only $2 or something. Yeah. Like, they can choose to opt in. That's up to them. I'll allow them, like, you know, to promote on sites. They, uh, you can also get, you know, a discount on concession stands. Yeah. So then, like, so you're getting people in seats at half price, and maybe they can get, you know, it's like, buy a popcorn, show your card, get a free drink. Yeah, you get a dollar off or, you know, something exactly. like that. Exactly, yeah. yeah. You get, like, combo deals. So it's this is the half-seas program. So, no, it's not quite as good, but we're helping the theaters fill up those seats. Yeah. Um, and you know what? I'm going to say uh, we can even, like, maybe there's, like, a premium fee. Like, if you want to do the, uh, like, the Dolby Digital or, like, yeah, IMAX, IMAX of those. and all 3D. You know, yeah. m- maybe those aren't complete half-seas, but you definitely get a discount. So, basically, you're paying for a discount card. But it's a discount, yeah. and if you're a regular goer, it's going to end up saving you money. Bringing back those uh, the happenings books, exactly. Yeah, anyway. uh, yeah okay. By the way, uh, another conspiracy movie pass thing. Um, it was just recently announced. Incredibles two was the fastest movie to uh, reach a billion dollars in uh, box office. Oh, easily, easily twenty percent of that is movie pass. Exactly. Uh, so you know we we got to show growth year over year in the whole movie industry to get investors and producers mm-hmm. and all that stuff. It could have been kind of laying to that, but uh, who knows? That, that conspiracy. Ooh, here's another deep conspiracy one. Ooh, you get the studios on board with your card, keep it the you know ten or fifteen whatever a month, but the studios choose like it's only certain movies you get to go to. The studios can be like, oh yeah, like for you know. You can see opening week so we can get asses in seats. The studios will be like, oh, yeah, you can go see Incredibles too. The studios will help cover the cost of this because they want to try and have max numbers. And then we can totally destroy the system from the inside. There you go. <laughs> Another thing, uh, just to kind of keep in mind, uh, kind of the whole premise of the movie pass is to get people watching movies in theaters they normally wouldn't watch. Mm-hmm. You're probably going to watch Infinity War. You're yeah. probably going to watch... like. We're going to watch... We were going to watch Skyscraper whether... <laughs> oh, yeah, we were going to pay for that. When Predator comes out, oh, we're, we're watch watching that. that. Like, Mission Impossible Fallout just came out, and I was, I was just trying to figure out what the hell's going on with the movie pass. That's why we really haven't seen it. We were also really busy last weekend, but... Yeah, but, but I do really want to see it. I yeah. really enjoy the Mission Impossible universe. I'm... Yeah. I don't go... I won't lie. I don't like to pay to go to movies. The only time I would go is if I could get a really cheap rate, like a matinee, or if Steve had free passes. The movie yeah. pass has gotten me back into enjoying movies in theaters. Yeah, so there are certain movies you're going to watch every time, mm-hmm. whatever. But it's trying to get people in theaters to watch the other movies, like uh, we wouldn't have seen Ocean's 8 in theater. We wouldn't have, eh, probably not Incredibles 2, because we don't have kids. Sicario, Day of the Soldado, we totally would have waited till Netflix did, or yeah. But that's where it works in. Like, okay, maybe movie pass when they revamp and all that. They also kind of have a thing where it's like, okay, uh, basically a tie-in with like the a streaming service of some sort, where it's like, okay, two weeks after the releases come out, you can see see it streaming, and it's like six bucks or whatever, Mm -hmm. you know, like like, because what's going to happen? 
I remember back in the day there used to be like the dollar theaters and the two dollar theaters where it was a month or two after a movie came out. These Sometimes theaters six. had those reels. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, back back when they used to be out for six months, but it'd be like, oh yeah, it's been six months since Jurassic Park was in theaters. Now it's at the two dollar theater. You can watch it there. Yeah, I used to go to the Bird Cage Dollar Theaters, yeah. and that's where I saw stuff like Sleepy Hollow and you know, like The Matrix. That's where I saw The Matrix for the yeah, first time. It was in the two dollar theater. Like after it come out, everybody's like, oh man, it's a real mind trip and blah blah blah. I'm like, whatever, Stony. And but I watched there. And I'm like, oh, they were right. <laughs> so real quick question: <laughs> they you, had two just the- you had a two dollar theater. I had a one dollar theater. Were the concessions two dollars at your theater? But they were they they weren't like six dollars for milk beds, but yeah, they were like two fifty three bucks back when I was a big the, thing. The Birdcage Dollar Theater, everything was a dollar. Oh shit! I mean, they, it was like the it was like a Dixie cup worth of soda, but like it was a dollar soda and like a dollar tiny popcorn, and you could like upgrade to a bigger one if you wanted. But they did like all the box candies was just were just a dollar. So like for me being a poor kid, my sister and I could scrape together three dollars and just like go have a hell of a good time. Yeah. Yeah, and that's what it's about, is having a good time with the movies, and everybody gets their cut. But yeah, okay, great questions. Uh, There's more. We covered like one and a half. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Uh, Let's see. (laughs) The uh, IMDb Journey podcast also asked, How jealous should us Aussies be that you had such a sweet deal for so long? Oh, insanely jealous. Yeah, absolutely. You guys should be like writing All the Canadians, all the Brits out there, be insanely jealous. Uh, Even just... The two months we had it or whatever. But some oh, people yeah. have had it for, what, a year or two years? However long it's oh, been around. Uh, I know when it initially came out, it was like 150 or it was like, it was like, or 80. I don't know. It was a lot. It was right around $100 a month. And a certain large movie podcast podcaster I know had it. And he was saying he was going every single day. And this was like two years ago when they were kind of doing a soft launch. And here's the question, Steve. If it is $80 a month or so... But it's like peak movie season. Would it be worth it if you were going every day to the theater? If you're going every day, but even like us, where it's three or four times a month, probably not. But yeah, that's, yeah. that's where the pricing kind of comes into play. One thing the movie industry knows, they know the market demand. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh, sure, they're surprised when John Carter sucks because nobody, you know, <laughs> flops because nobody knows what the fuck it is or cares. But, you know, they know certain movies are going to make billions of dollars. Certain people. They they know Philomena isn't gonna be put in asses and seats. It's gonna just mm-hmm. made to that's win Academy win Awards. Their, that's how they win their awards, and then they use those actors to put asses and seats with you know the next <laughs> the Tomb Raider. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, they, they they can figure it out. Brendan, with what were they thinking? What was uh, he thinking? Best movie you used Movie Pass on? Is there any that you used it on that you still would have paid to see? Yeah. Oh yeah, we already covered yeah. that. But best yeah, yeah. movie we saw with it, Skyscraper. Uh, I, I mean, I think so. We watched it for like Infinity War too. So, mm. or no, no, we didn't. That was before. Yeah, I, uh, skyscraper. We would have. <laughs> not necessarily movie past related questions. Uh, Brent from the Home Video Hustle. Favorite Bond movie? Uh, I don't know if you know Ooh. this, sweetie. He uh, got the complete Bond collection. I saw that. So I'm him not and PJ lying. are going to be talking about that for I don't know the next a year, year and, and a half. half. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. I like the Pierce Brosnan ones. Yeah, I, Goldeneye is, Goldeneye is a great really one. really enjoyable. I was the perfect age for it. I everybody's gonna hate me for this. I also really enjoyed Octopussy. Yeah, I enjoy View to a Kill. So there you we, go. We apparently like the horrible ones the most. <laughs> on, on brand for our <laughs> podcast. <Exactly. laughs> Stork is puking into his. Uh, 
Jub Jub hat? Who's the guy from Jughead? Uh, Jughead. Jub Jub. <laughs> the lizard from The Simpsons? What the fuck are we talking about? <laughs> oh, speaking of Stork, he asked, Are we getting our money back? Damn it. He's, uh, no. I think he's talking about Movie Pass. Oh. <laughs> no, Stork. So that's why you have to use this magical card before it's no more. Oh, Brent also asked, Okay. You got hired to create your own Roland Emmerich style disaster movie. <gasps> what's the plot? Who's in it? How much destruction? And what's the budget? Well, I know how much destruction in the budget. All of it. All of it. <laughs> this We're going big budget, like Infinity War style. We're going to get everyone. So who's on our Mount Rushmore? So it's definitely Nicolas Cage. Definitely Nick Cage. Probably Jean-Claude's Jean -Claude. running there somehow. Sven Thorson. Thorson, of course. Yes. Uh, Elaine Moosey. Basically, oh, yeah, for basically sure. everyone we've interviewed is going to come in. Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, my God, yes. Uh, Dana Gold's going to be some sort of superhero. <laughs> Directed by Uwe Bolt. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, wait, we're Roland Emmerich. That's right, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Let's get uh, let's get Uwe Boll as one of our superheroes. All right. Doing destruction or something. <laughs> see. I'm trying to think of like a like a historical plot that would go pretty well. Ooh, I got it. Honey, let's go ahead and do the sequel to Dogs. Let's do where cats take over the world. Oh my god, dogs and cats taking over the world. Mass Raining hysteria. from the sky. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, I think we're in. <laughs> Incredible CGI. Uh, oh, yeah. Nicolas Cage is uh, the Secretary of Defense. And, mm -hmm. uh, President Uwe no, Ball. Yeah, so it's... <laughs> No, no, he's with he's the uh, head of uh, Interpol. Oh, oh, yes. Uh, so yes. he's seen like screaming into a camera, saying like, "This is all the Americans' fault. They fucked us over. They fucked us over with the cats and dogs." Yes, we can get a good rant. Yeah. Ooh. Jean Claude Van Damme. He's the Interpol agent sent. Yes. No, Nicholas Cage is the head of the CDC because it's like a, it's like that Fury virus or whatever, oh, like from yeah. all the zombie movies, but it's with cats and dogs. Yeah, it's it's attacking our domestic pets. Yeah. Yes, no, I got it. So Jean-Claude is the head of the CDC, and he sends out Agent Nicolas Cage to go investigate. <laughs> We're going to play him a little against type here. I like it. I like it. He, yeah. And, he, and he's trying to do the uh, the Georgia accent because the CDC is down in Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. He's got, he, no, you know, wait, uh, we're just going to go, he's Cajun. Yeah, Cajun, yeah. We're going to go, yeah. he's Cajun. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. And, he, and he keeps calling Nicolas Cage. Like, and he, Nicolas Cage's like, get off my back. Oh, I don't know, director. <laughs> I want the results. I want the results. All right. And the president is Stanley Tucci. Ooh, so we can have can a good it. Stanley Tucci freak out. What the hell is going on? <laughs> I like it. Ooh, and the evil scientist who uh, created the serum, Sven Olthorsen. <gasps> Why wouldn't he be the foremost expert in pet manipulation? I don't know, something like that. <laughs> uh, and we the... were trying to create the super soldiers, but... <laughs> okay, hear me out. We got a little C-plot going. Marky Mark and The Rock are a couple who breed like show poodles out in like Santa Barbara or something. But one of them has like a background with the CDC. So he has to go and find out why all this virus is spreading before they're like show animals. Get... It's so obvious. The rock is the protege of Svenol Thorson. Oh. And so it, but, but he left the game when he found out they were testing on pets and yeah. stuff. And he's like, no, I'm just going to go and breed pets the old fashioned way in Santa Barbara with my partner, Marky Mark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have oh my some God, of like guys. the far most show stock in the world. Guys, I hope you're writing this down because you sure the fuck aren't. <laughs> this is going to be amazing. We haven't even started drinking yet. Guys, we have this movie. Guys, it's going to be like Skyscraper 
but winning awards because With of pushing cats. the boundaries. <laughs> and dogs. <laughs> Wait, we need female characters, I think. Do we? Yeah, we got Marky Mark. <laughs> we got Marky Mark as a catcher. We have an interracial gay couple. <laughs> Come on, we don't need ladies. <laughs> so yeah, great question. <laughs> Mario from Superiority Complex. What movie does everyone else get that you just don't get? In other words, what's your hook? I was trying to think of like one big one or maybe like, what the fuck are you talking about, Steve? That's a beloved classic. A Christmas Story. Now, now don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. It's an okay movie. I enjoy it. I, I, I just don't get why it's such a huge goddamn deal. And it's, and it's made for me. I mean, I was a kid in the 80s and parents very similar to you know portray it in there but it's like uh, do i want to watch it every year so the reason why i think it's such a big deal is because it was kind of a sleeper it wasn't a hit when it came out not that many people watched it or even knew what it was and then it kind of became this like cult holiday film i think it was i watched it because my my nana my my father's mother uh, she had she watched it because she thought the kid on the cover looked like my dad when he was a kid, oh, and they had almost an exact Christmas with one of her husbands one year where like he bought them all tacky gifts and bought the kids both like pellet guns and they both almost shot each other in the faces because they're boys yeah, and sounds right. yeah and uh, so she called she like called my family and was like you have to watch this this movie is about your father mm. <laughs> um, so like we watched it and it was like. I remember being, you know, like when it, you know, a couple of years probably after it came out, maybe, you know, two or three years ago, and like, oh, there's this really sweet movie we watch, you know, around Christmas, and people going like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. And then it was like TNT discovered it, and they started doing the 24-hour marathon, and now everybody's like, oh no, I liked Leg Lamp before it was cool. Mm-hmm. So I think there's a little bit of like 50s nostalgia, and then people who want yeah. to have 50s nostalgia. So I think that's why it's a big deal. Yeah, I understand why others can get it. I just don't get it. Uh, yeah. The other one, I still, for the life of me, cannot believe there have been eight Fast and Furious movies <laughs> and like another four waiting to come out. And yet you will watch every single one of them. I mean, yeah, when they come out on DVD, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I I have yet to see one in a theater. <laughs> Mine but, is... But billions of dollars. Oh, yeah. Billions. Yeah. Mine is controversial, and please, honey, it's almost our two-year anniversary. Please don't leave me over this. The Departed was really overhyped to me, and I remember at the end of the movie just going like, oh, that's it? It is an anticlimactic movie, but it is fantastic, and you need to learn to appreciate it. <sighs> now, I, I can see where you don't like Martin people, Scorsese people movies were, at all. I do like some of them. Okay, which ones do you like, sweetie? I'm going to have to look through his filmography. Uh-huh. That's exactly <laughs> what I thought. Maybe I no, um, no, no, no. Me but it, too. It was one of those things <laughs> that, like, when people, when it came out, people were like, this is a movie that's changing film history. And I watched it and I was like, no, this is a gangster film. <laughs> uh, it's also a remake of a Korean movie that was actually almost frame for frame exactly the same thing. It's, and just as good. It's also just it's kind of all of the gangster films just kind of rolled in, roll into one and having, you know, watched a lot of them. Like, if you've seen, like, Running Bull, or, wait. Running Bull? Not Running Bull. Um, Raging Bull? Raging Bull. If you've seen Raging Bull and, uh, like, The Godfather and that, you've seen most of these scenes already. Sweetie. Yeah. Raging Bull's not a gangster movie. 
Eh, there, there's some mob stuff. It's in directed by Martin Scorsese. Don't get me wrong. So I'll give you that. But it's not a gangster movie. I know it's a boxer movie, but there's <laughs> there are scenes that are reminiscent. Okay. Well, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll uh, I'll still love you. Happy anniversary. <laughs> So yeah, somebody think, out there screaming into their iPod. Wrong, you're both wrong. <laughs> the fuck is wrong with you? You guys deserve each other. Oh, I also just. I'm sorry, Katie. I don't get Jessica Jones. It's not a movie. Oh no, no. I just. That's, hey, uh, you know what? <laughs> I'll bet half the people out there listening thought Jessica Jones was horseshit. I know every single one of them thought Iron Fist was horseshit. Why on earth, in a world where the Hulk exists, do they not believe where there's a guy that can control minds? I can't get past this. I can't get past this. I know. and that, But the important thing is you don't dwell on it. Ah! <laughs> Cut that out. No. <laughs> but yeah, thank you for your questions. Hopefully we help yeah. clear up everything. Uh, Movie Pass, just remember to uh, give us a nice little six-digit di- settlement to yep. uh, handle your problems for you. You're welcome. Exactly. Um, well, until next time, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything, everything I, I Learned From Movies. movies. Have a good night, everybody. Night, everybody. Half seas. The key is just go half price. Yeah. It's like a clearance car- like clearance discount, but in card form. It's just too goddamn expensive. Yeah. Just to go to the movie. So. Oh, yeah, yeah, So I'm not too butthurt. I can still wait for DVDs or... Yeah, for sure. Pirate that shit. 